0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week I've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What
1: is it that is up, my dogs?
0: Hello, my DiGiorno my pasta, pasta man. dogs.
1: DiGiorno dogs.
0: My digital DiGiorno <laughs> dudes and uh, dames. There we go. Hmm. All inclusive now. Hmm. Is it? <laughs> we, I don't. Remember sure <laughs> let's pretend it is um <laughs> how is everybody doing is everyone's uh quarantine going good solid um,
1: yeah the best quarantine i've ever had <laughs>
0: um i mean i guess in a way that is I, all you can any hope other for.
1: quarantine i've had is pretty probably because i'm vomiting heavily so <laughs>
0: <laughs> most yeah, mostly a self-quarantine quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, for sure <laughs> yeah Oh, it's very interesting. There uh there's talks about like since our state is slowly opening up and I think our like stay at stay in shelter blah 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 kind of ends on like the 18th, which supposedly maybe right around when this episode comes out. <laughs> um there's talks at my work of people going like back into the office, but then they're like talking oh. about how but they're when they're like yeah, you know, it's probably going to be okay. We're going to we'll make plans and try to be like safe about it. And then they're like thinking about how they're like, well, when you're in common areas like the break room and like downstairs and just not at your cube. They're like, we're they're thinking about like providing masks for everybody so they can like wear them Mm -hmm. around. And I'm like, just the mere fact that you think we should all be wearing masks when we're not sitting directly (laughs) at our desk means you're admitting that you don't think it's the safest idea to come back to work
2: yeah it should say something i think
0: i only have like
2: like one question and is why (laughs) yeah like why
0: yeah because i mean because they're spending money on that space and they figure they have to utilize it or else it doesn't that's not okay Mm. and um for a hundred years, a bunch of people thought that the only way to do work was by going to the office and sitting there, and for some reason, they yeah. think that you still have to do that. It's, cool. <laughs> it's because there are a lot of old, like a lot of executives are out of touch, and they think that's that's, that's the only way business can be run correctly. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, this nice. this is first and last, your number one uh, TV quarantine podcast on the web, uh, voted by us three as the number one. We only pulled three people, and it was us. And it actually, came out uh, I
1: actually voted for Binge and Purge.
0: Yeah, well, it's <laughs> Bell, me, and Joe voted R. for B. us. Binge and Purge. <laughs> um, but with that, Joe, what is this podcast about for anybody that's uh, happened upon us for the first time?
2: Uh, we take a TV show that one of us picks, and we watch it from beginning to end. Correct. Wait, no. <laughs> I mean, in a way, that is correct.
1: This this episode will be three days long.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, we only watch the beginning and the end. That's why it's first and last. We watch the first episode, watch the last episode, nothing in between. Um, And we try to just judge an entire show from those two episodes. And we do a lot of, like, bullshit internet research (laughs) to fill in the
1: gaps.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's
1: (laughs) hard-hitting... interrogations
0: i mean i would kind of assume that pretty much all internet research is kind of bullshit research <laughs>
2: at this point you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot from wikipedia tonight <laughs> that's with right. imdb trivia and so right. that <laughs> it's almost as if you could just do this at home
0: <laughs> along with <laughs> us along with us not by yourself we are yeah. the experts here
1: um question How, what percent of these shows do you guys think you go back and watch any more of
0: at all? What's one out of 25? I probably, (laughs) I probably watch a full series ish of one show probably every season of the 25 episodes we do. Mm -hmm. Um, I would actually during quarantine in the past couple days, I've been, uh, watching through season one of Hannibal so I've been cool Hannibal's my getting weird last seasons getting weird in quarantine what I mean we're gonna get weirder tonight then maybe we'll Uh find out but Uh
2: (laughs) yeah if things get real real then you'll be prepared on like how to cook a human
0: yeah it's not like it's not like we're in quarantine because there's people running around eating people outside that's not (laughs)
1: not yet (laughs)
0: yeah I
1: was just asking I, I I uh, saw one of those like Facebook uh, things go by that was like a hundred TV shows, and you were supposed to check whether or not you had. You're supposed to check each show if you'd watched at least eight episodes of it, and I did not have a lot on that. <laughs> it's like I'm on a TV huh. podcast, and I've not watched <laughs> eight episodes of most of these shows. I've watched. I mean, two. you are on
0: a TV podcast. You are on a TV podcast that specializes in watching in two specifically of two each <laughs> TV <Yeah>. show.
1: <laughs> if it said two, I would have scored pretty high.
0: Yeah, you would have been probably done great. <laughs> um, well, speaking of what two episodes of a show we're watching today, um, speaking of winning, when this podcast episode will probably come out? At this point, um, because of quarantine, we will f- unfortunately not be watching the finale of supernatural because mm-hmm. that show production was put on hold mm-hmm. because the world <laughs> hates me and does not want me to finish that uh, that show yeah so um i decided i figured you know what i guess we need some sort of monstery type show at least for now to uh you know quell my urges for a bit um, and so I decided that tonight we are going to watch Penny Dreadful. Hmm. Huh. Is that? It, so- <laughs> it Joe, sounds you British. Joe, confused.
1: <laughs> Is that the, um, Netflix? Was that a Netflix show?
0: Um, so it... I think it something else. Uh, so it was originally on Showtime and and it's a so it's a British American horror drama television series. Um it went for 3 seasons and had 27 episodes in it. Mm. And um stars such as Josh Hartnett were in it. Really? So Josh Hartnett. Yep.
3: Hmm.
0: And he's awesome. So I'm excited about that. One thing about this show that's kind of funny is I didn't really know what penny dreadful was per se and until i saw it and went oh yeah that show because i kept confusing it with the i think this the netflix show peaky blinders mm. which is <laughs> yeah. like yeah which is like a gangs of new york-esque style like i don't know like kind of gang like old olden times show. yeah it's like irish dudes with haircuts right yeah yeah basically <laughs> And so I think just because they both started with P and they were both on Netflix, I was like, those are the same things. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's not right at all. (laughs) Also, apparently they're doing a there's a new show um, that's going to be called. I think it's called Penny Dreadful. Something, something bad. I don't (laughs) remember what it's called now. It's starring uh, the girl, one of the girls from Game of Thrones, Hmm. Natalie Dormer. Oh, yeah. So then that's that's a new show that just started. Oh yeah, uh Penny Dreadful City of Angels and that literally just premiered on April 26th. So last month not not a couple not more than a couple weeks ago mm. did the the kind of like not sequel, the a spin-off series started. So I was like, "Huh, this watching this old show may be timely for those who might be getting into this new series." So.
1: Nice.
2: Um, so I'm trying to not spoil anything for myself, but I just looked up the creators of the show and it's Mm -hmm. created by John Logan and Sam Mendes. John Logan wrote, uh, gladiator and the aviator and Sam Mendes of course is the, uh, he's like a famous director. Most recently did the, uh, most recent bond movies, skyfall inspector, but also American beauty and revolutionary road
0: most of those things are very good and or i haven't seen them so this makes me think it's an expensive show that makes sense probably i mean it was on it was on showtime so so it's not quite hbo is what you're saying not quite (laughs) but it's also not uh usa you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there is that um i mean you did see that joe what do do you want to get i kind of know what it's about sort of Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Jimmy, do you know what it's about? I have I know no what it's about because I kind of read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no idea. You said it's a spooky show, so we're getting a little, like, early uh, early October here?
0: Some sort yeah. of monster? Yeah, it seems like uh, I was kind of looking for some monster thing. One of my other, my runners-up tonight was uh, that show, which I don't think is spooky, but it, it's uh, supernatural-related supernatural as in the uh the the thing not the not the tv show oh. but mm-hmm. uh it was once upon a time which was like you know a bunch of folklore and and like fairy tales and stuff mm-hmm. but this one kind of takes um kind of stuff from uh like public domain um public domain tales and stuff things like dorian gray and like frankenstein and Hmm. dracula Um, and probably werewolves and stuff like literary stuff yeah so just Mm. things that are like oh you can say dracula all the time so he's probably (laughs) i was gonna Um, guess i was gonna guess werewolves sure okay i mean i don't know if werewolves are in this i guess but i just kind of assume since you know they have stuff like that it's kind of cool because it said it was it's kind of based or at least the title itself is based off of um, these things. I think they, they were publications, old British publications called Penny Dreadfuls mm-hmm. um, with uh, and they kind of had like these sensational subject subject manners. So mm. it's a, kind of a play on words of those old old things that used to be from 19th century British fiction. Some
1: old-timey uh, horror comics. I'm, I'm yeah, picturing so like I a don't know, I don't Jack don't... the Ripper type Victorian scenario.
0: I'm sure there's going to be... I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if there was some sort of Jack the Ripper thing. For some reason, this also kind of reminded me of something like... a. Uh, You know, like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen where they're like, that guy's Mr. Invisible and that guy's like alive forever. And you're like, oh, that's just Dorian Gray, but you're not saying it or something, you know, like (laughs) where like they they throw all these like common characters that, you know, and then they just kind of create a They just weave a tale with all of them together. Mm -hmm. So I don't I mean, I could see this show being. uh, And so besides that, that's all I know about this show. I kind of feel like there's probably like there's a main guy and he's Sherlock maybe Holmes. not 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 yeah I was going to say not quite a Sherlock Holmes smart kind of guy but he doesn't have like the that like mega power of so, deduction so Watson <laughs> Yeah, he's like a Watson type. Uh and then yeah, it's just like oh, this is a weird thing that happened and then it's just like they just like do X-files but in like 19th century England. Hmm. I don't know if it's in England or not to be honest. Just See, why wouldn't it be right?
2: I was gonna guess that Penny Dreadful was like a character. Yeah. Could be Miss <laughs> Dreadful. Like Yeah, Miss Penny Dreadful. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's the worst. So do you think these will be sequential episodes then or like more um episodic like if the like Penny Dreadfuls are like mini, you know stories if if each episode of this will be kind of different or will they connect
0: good question i'm not sure i didn't think of it i didn't think of it maybe being like an anth- almost like an anthology series where you know each each like episode Black-Near. or maybe even each like series might be a, a different like story but i see su- i kind of assumed it was just going to be a straight story the whole time And then then they're just going to do like Monster of the Week interweaved with like, you know, the story arc episodes, but also maybe not too many Monsters of the Week type things that don't uh, heavily go into the plot just because there was only 27 episodes of the show. So they didn't, they either got canceled or they had a story to tell and they didn't have time to mess around. Yeah let's do it <laughs> i mean is that it is that all we want to do you guys don't you guys have a any uh anybody have a thought on what the first uh episode entails hmm. it's been a while since we've gone to joe corner and he's walked us through a full full first episode of a show
2: yeah i don't know i'm trying to draw something out of like is there some sort of connection between gladiator and like skyfall that i can draw here
1: <laughs> or uh like american beauty He's isn't he that guy <laughs>
2: yeah uh yeah i don't know maybe just like maybe it opens with like a really dope action scene
3: yeah
0: like a like a werewolf mm. fighting a vampire and then the regular human sherlock holmes guy walks by and he's like hey let's team up and fight crime he
1: drives <laughs> up in an aston martin
0: yeah
2: whoever like the main character hero guy is is like gonna be like physically imposing as well as smart mm. like
3: so I'm
1: daniel just thinking craig
2: of, like a yeah a daniel craig <laughs> or a or uh what's the name of the gladiator from gladiator russell crow <laughs> russell crow yeah a daniel craig russell crow type in the lead who's like
0: or uh i believe his name is like maximus aurelius in the show yes in the in the movie something like that.
2: that's who you're referring to i'm just saying the Mm. sherlock holmes is gonna crack some skulls
0: i love it (laughs) all right cool well basically we're all betting on the fact that there's a sherlock holmes character and he's cracking skulls and he's a physically opposing good-looking boy Mm -hmm. so why don't we just get into it then get into the first episode a penny dreadful and guess what it uh, it has a name because john logan likes me it's called night work and it's set on september 22nd 1891 Hmm. we will see you after that listeners And we are back. We are done with the first episode of Penny Dreadful called Night Work. Um, yep, that was a that was an episode of TV that we watched. Jimmy, do you have a write up for us? I do for this show that we just did.
1: I do. So this was uh, May eleventh, twenty fourteen. Night Work. The episode opens in Victorian England in 1891 with the brutal abduction of a woman and her daughter who are later found mutilated and dismembered meanwhile the enigmatic vanessa ives i think that's ava green
0: it's ava green yep
1: enlists the skilled marksman showman ethan chandler which is josh hartnett to do some night work she introduces him to sir malcolm murray father of the recently abducted Mina Harker. Uh, The trio infiltrate a vampire nest in search of Mina. They find and kill a vicious vampire, later enlisting Victor Frankenstein to examine it. The autopsy reveals hieroglyphs etched beneath its skin, which are later found to be from the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Ethan, overwhelmed by the New World opening before him, uh, takes his payment and leaves Vanessa and Sir Malcolm's service, uh, but is later tempted to return in his laboratory. Frankenstein brings to life a dead body. And they have a touching, touching moment. And that's the <laughs> end. <laughs> very strange, very strange show. I liked it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, all in all, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a. Uh a good pilot for like a a monster horror show. Like it, it left a lot of intrigue. It, it basically said, here are four main characters. These are their names and you pretty much kind of get it. And then the world was like, yo, this is a tiny bit of this world, but there's a lot of mysterious questions now.
2: Huh? Yeah.
1: Almost Uh, as good as the strain because remember that <laughs>
0: i do
2: i do um i thought the horror stuff was really well done in this episode uh like it wasn't gory so much as real gross <laughs> like yeah if that yeah. makes sense like it wasn't there was like you know some violence and action but it wasn't like people's heads getting chopped off or something it was just mm. like a pile of bodies um and like the vampire pit which is gross (laughs) um Mm -hmm. or stuff like um they're like zooming in on like a pile of bodies in the vampire pit and you're expecting something to like pop out um but instead like a rat crawls out (laughs) oh yeah so like something like that like isn't gory but it is like still gross (laughs) it's still unnerving (laughs) that you're just like oh there's like rats in here too
0: gross (laughs)
1: you're gonna get rats man
2: yeah
0: vampire (laughs) monster. i yeah i wrote they like found a nest and then i was like vampires because they were very vampire-esque but they were like uh an interesting take on vampires potentially uh Uh, the the whole like the the one like question that i got that i want answered and then i was like oh man this will get me to keep watching is like that one vampire that they brought back to Victor Frankenstein who had Egyptian hieroglyphs like on Mm. the inside of his skin Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, well, that's a new, that's a new way to do it. Um, I want to know what's up with that for sure. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. That was interesting. And they, everything surrounding that they like just made a bunch of questions, right? They brought him, they brought, took pictures of the glyphs and brought it to some like Egyptian museum curator guy, expert, And he started reading them and got kind of spooked and then was like, that guy was like professor silly
0: nanny. That guy was weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's got some angle. So he, he wants them to come back to like a dinner party or something. And then we, so we didn't get that resolved in this episode. So I'm ready to dive into episode two. (laughs) Who's down?
0: (laughs) No time. I need to know how it ends right now. Yeah. I I need, I need to skip to the end. (laughs) Um, (laughs) one one thing that i really like about like i mean i don't care if it's a scary movie but it's it's more it's more common in like scary uh media essentially is when they hide things in the background or they do a thing Mm. fast and you're like did you see that like Mm. that kind of thing i mean obviously that's much more common in horror than anything else but i like uh i like it when they kind of rewards you for paying attention and like so especially when i watch scary movies or scary tv when you think it's like suspenseful or you don't know quite know what's going on you kind of i i like like to look in the background to be like what am i gonna see and when Mm -hmm. um sir malcolm murray was like coming home near the end and it like panned around and there was like a girl standing like in the middle of the shot for like half of a second Mm -hmm. and i was like did you see it Because, I mean, if you were blinking or, like, looking away, there's no way you would have noticed it. But I was like, ha-ha, I saw that girl. And then she obviously freaked him out. But, you know, that was was his daughter then, right?
1: Yeah. We're led to believe uh, that that's his daughter, who has seemingly been turned by the vamps.
0: She seems to have some sort of condition where she's a vampire.
1: (laughs) And that's one of the things that, so... Um, Dalton, Timothy Dalton, James Bond. Um, where is it? Sir Malcolm Murray tells he he brings, um, Frankenstein, like some fancy place and is trying to enlist his help. And he says that he's, he's like wants to find his daughter and he also wants to find a cure for this. So he already knows seemingly that she's turned and needs, wants to try to save her.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a season one, uh, season one plot. I don't, I don't, I don't think his daughter is a big, a big deal. Come twenty six more episodes when we are at the end of season three.
1: But I, I will, I will say that uh, to to Joe's thing, Timothy Dalton did put like a meat hook through a vampire's face early on <laughs> in this episode. It was a little Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty quick though.
0: Joe does, uh, Joe does. Gordheim imply like movement. Then, like, if it's still and bloody, is it that just gross? But when it's moving, heads cut off, blood flying, then that becomes gore.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do think that. Yeah, there's a difference between you seeing the aftermath of like a violent event and you seeing the actual violent event. Mm.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, there's definitely a difference. There was a lot that. of
1: panning around, um, uh, like guts, <laughs> entrails, I guess, uh-huh. in this show.
2: Ugh. Yeah,
3: good
1: I thought it
0: was good, good sets. Like, I mean, yeah, I definitely, especially this pilot or this first episode, I was like, yeah, this show is probably pretty expensive because <laughs> mm. everything was pretty grand. And then when they were in the, the vampire nest or whatever the heck that gory place was like, there was a lot of detail. Like everything was very intricate and gruesome. Uh-huh. So and I'm sure that's not cheap it wasn't just ketchup everywhere, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's at least A1 barbecue sauce.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. High quality. I don't mess around with corn starch <laughs> yeah. and food dye. A1.
2: Um I th- I think it was a a good call to um a like have a Josh Hartnett as an American character in this show and also like kick off the show with him. Uh, The show starts with uh, that scene of the the woman and her daughter getting abducted. But then after that, like the first characters we meet uh, is Josh Hartnett doing his old like Western show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In the middle of London. Yeah. Like he's clearly supposed to be like the audience avatar to all like the supernatural stuff. And also just like him being an American like kind of helps in a weird way, I feel like.
0: Well, yeah, and I don't, I don't know how it works necessarily, but this show, like, they kind of said that it was created for Showtime and Sky, and so Showtime's, uh, U.S. based, and Sky TV is uh, a British, uh, uh-huh. like channel, so it was like a, a U.S. British like conglomerate, yeah, essentially that they were doing it for, so. I do like that. Obviously this is based in like London or where wherever they are. Right? It's London. Are they in London? Yeah.
1: Um, the only city. it's
0: based yeah. <laughs> it um it's based there, but they were like, Okay, well I mean, you know, we're we're trying to get the American audience to watch, so let's plop somebody down that can relate to them and <laughs> yeah. make and make that guy be the person that's gonna find everything out. So I mean it wouldn't work if it was just like vanessa ives and like malcolm murray and they were like we're already investigating and we're into this yeah, yeah, that'd they need that like be tough yeah I- interesting that uh, i i was very surprised that uh the dr frankenstein guy who is uh one uh, a main romulan guy from the new star trek picard show by the way if people are interested in that
1: i want to go to there.
0: I, I was I didn't I didn't realize and I don't know if they said his name earlier, but until like he was essentially like it upstairs with like five minutes to go in his like attic laboratory. I didn't realize that. I didn't know he was Victor Frankenstein until then.
1: Yeah, I don't think Did they say that. I don't think so. When they were in the like. So when they they go to him originally with the body, they go to this like it's like an underground cadaver lab thing (laughs) like black market morgue and then uh they go to this guy and he says i'm busy go to my assistant and then they walk in on him but i I think he's just referred to as the assistant they never say his name until you realize at the end just for sure if you didn't already know
0: right yeah i mean i feel like anybody that's at all familiar with frankenstein story which is what 99 percent of the world right <laughs> most babies like the the minute like the, the the he gets into his like upstairs laboratory and you see like the table in the middle and the dead body there you're like oh that's that's right <laughs> like you know would you call that well, actually a dead giveaway most, <laughs> most people i hate you <laughs> <laughs> thanks um most people actually probably said that's Frankenstein, and they meant the dead body on the <laughs> thing because they don't understand that that is Frankenstein's monster and that mm. that other guy is Frankenstein. But well,
1: now the kids who know, know who listen to yep. our podcast.
0: Um, but I, I was surprised that they threw him in so quickly. Like, if, if even I didn't know he was going to be in this show at all, but. I'm surprised that they were like, mm. okay, you have vampires and blah blah blah, and then all of this, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, also this is Frankenstein, <laughs> and you're like, oh, dang, okay, yeah, yeah. we're ramping a young, up already. A
1: young Frank, early in his career, that was interesting. I thought, if anything, he would have been more a, a bigger character, like, like Josh Hartnett would have been. Bigger... Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, I, li- I do like, though, that they're using somebody like uh, Josh Hartnett as, like, he's not a he's not a Frankenstein, mm. Valen Helsing, mm. I don't know, Dorian Gray. Like, he's not, like, a thing that people know already. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, Yet. the new person. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Maybe he is fucking Van Helsing, <laughs> now that I say it. <laughs> uh... But, like, he... But but as of right now, his name's Ethan Chandler, and he's just an American dude yeah. in Europe. That's like, wait, what the fuck was that thing?
2: If you rearrange the letters in Ethan Chandler, spells out <laughs> Van
0: Helsing. It spells out. It spells out Frankenstein monster. <laughs> it does not.
1: You know what's kind of funny? I just realized. So Josh Hartnett is in that movie that Josh loves.
0: Oh, lucky number 11. Lucky number
1: 11. And in it, him and Lucy Liu have a debate about who the best James Bond is. <laughs> and they both say a random person. And then they're both like, no, I'm just kidding. Let's do it again. And then they both say Timothy Dalton.
0: <laughs> yes, they do.
1: Who is Sir Malcolm Murray? Is, Selka, is Sir Malcolm Murray someone we should know?
0: I don't think so. A character but from I'm, I'm Moore? not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe so, but I'm not or sure. Or
1: Vanessa Ives.
0: No, I think I, I would, I think those are original characters, but obviously, I could be mistaken. I
2: kind of pegged him. At, have you seen the, uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen?
0: That's what I took. You yeah, I did so? take him as that too. Uh, I th- yeah, I took him as the, uh, Sean, Sean, Connery, Sean Connery. The Sean yeah. Connery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like? I agree. With I don't really you, know if that's a, a character, bond.
2: but it's just like it's just an old guy who like. Is investigating weird shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know that that's that necessarily that's the same uh, character, but. Yeah. I made the
1: connection. Just a different Bond.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, And uh, also,
1: um, Ava Green. In the Bonds. Is Vesper Lind in Casino Royale, who's like the Bond chick, the first ever Bond girl in the yeah. first book, Casino Royale.
0: Sean Connery's character in. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is named Aller- Alan Quartermain. Uh, just so, so you not know, not the same guy.
1: Not even knighted.
0: Or qua- maybe it's Quartermain. There's no R in the quarter <laughs> part of his name, so it's Quartermain. Cool, cool name. So we'll,
1: we'll watch it after this.
0: <laughs> cool name, but <laughs> I got to yeah. When he he when he invited Frankenstein to his to his explorers club and they like were sitting in these massively ridiculous leather (laughs) chairs. I was like, you're just, you're just, this is just literally the league of extraordinary gentlemen, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) LXG. This is their club. So uh, I don't know. Uh, The only other like thing that I was kind of wondering, and this is just like my, like I have questions now about, about the, the show is Frankenstein's monster. When he like woke up, and they had like their moment at the end. Yeah, I was like, you think this is a just like a random dude? And so Frankenstein is just like so like uh, like full of emotion because he did it and he made somebody come back to life. Oh, yeah. Or like I was kind of like, this guy is either Frankenstein's like brother or lover, <laughs> like is what I thought. <laughs> like he
2: tried to bring back someone important
0: to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he was, like, freaking out so much. I mean, I guess if you attempted to bring back someone from the dead and you did it, you'd probably be freaking out a little bit as well. He did introduce himself, though.
2: He was like, I'm Victor Frankenstein.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to bring back... If you're trying to bring back someone important to you, it's not like the first corpse you try. You know, you're you're trying some dead bodies first. Yeah,
0: that's true. You don't want to screw it up. (laughs) Screw them up. (laughs) You only got so much time, right? Like that can only if it rots too much, you can't bring him back, right? I suppose
1: you can embalm. I guess
0: you can use new pieces (laughs) or something. Put them in the deep freeze.
2: Um, who's to say? What's up? John? Uh, I was going to say if I have one um critique like I know I mentioned earlier that I like that Josh Hartnett is in this and it helped to like bring me into the show. But <laughs> but you hate Josh Hartnett? <laughs> no, but like Josh Hartnett like he doesn't look of the time period. Am I wrong? Like doesn't he look like a modern dude? He looks like mm. a modern hipster yeah.
0: dude. For, like he looks like he he looks like he is 33 years old and it's 2011 yeah. <laughs> like that's what he that's what he looks like, like i don't
2: know that you could do anything to him uh, with like facial hair or a haircut to like fix that like i think it's i think it's in his eyes that he's got these little beady eyes and that he's like <laughs> you know like slender and handsome that he's just like
0: this, this this young, handsome man's obviously living in the 20th yeah. century, and he's never done a day of work in like, his life. I'm,
2: like, waiting for him to, like, pull out a vape pen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Out in front of the French Meadow yeah. in Lynn Lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope he's listening. <laughs> Big fan of the show, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I, love, I
0: love Josh Hartnett. love it. Love. I love, love the, the faculty. idea
1: that... <laughs> I love the idea that his like beady little hipster eyes are somehow an evolution of yeah. modern. <laughs> People didn't look like that back then. Love it.
0: This is why boomers think we're weak. Josh Hartnett is a great example. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm, it's that bone beady, structure. L-
0: beady little hipster eyes, pretty and just being a beautiful yeah, man. A little too pretty for back then. I,
1: yeah, I'm with you though. He's he's too pretty. They, he they could have like not conditioned his hair for a while or something. Yeah. Yeah a little too put together for especially if he's trying to pull off like a western american western look
0: uh-huh. it
2: should be way dirtier
0: yeah yeah i just like that joe's number one critique of this episode is josh hartnett looks too good <laughs> to be convincing yeah not convinced <laughs> i don't know that guy is pretty good looking <laughs> i don't think he'd live back then so uh cool well should we just do should we dive into predictions yeah. then
2: mm. oh yeah
0: Joe, you should go first because you're on my top left in the yeah. Zoom I'm chat. excited about mine.
2: Um, so yeah, as far as we know so far, Ethan, um, played by uh, Josh Hartnett, is just the normal American dude who's good with guns. Uh, but I think he's secretly a werewolf. Uh, oh, I love they it. allude to him like the guy from Underworld,
1: <laughs> handsome werewolf. Yeah,
2: handsome werewolf. They allude to him being like more complicated than he looks, and I think the complication mm. is that he howls at the moon so he's a, that he's a that he's a dog <laughs> yeah. monster so yeah ethan team werewolf um i like it. i think that someone <laughs> in the finale refers to another character as govna <laughs> <laughs> just think it's <laughs> bound to happen oh man governor you think there's some chimney sweeps in this last episode <laughs> i can only hope <laughs> it's uh classic folklore so um and i was gonna say uh like that there's a sea monster but then i was like well that's only like one hmm. step off Why i go full octopus monster like I'm gonna, yeah bringing uh, it back an octopus monster yes. in this in this finale um and then my last one is a little bit a little bit left field as far as my predictions i think um most of the characters they've been doing is like classic british literature monsters um but i think they uh they just like dump all of that by the time we get to the finale and it's full on aliens oh like, shit sci-fi okay. like, aliens
0: they go like lo- like lovecraftian yeah. almost i mean i'm into it yeah Stair- just some-
1: Victorian X Files. I like yep.
0: it. Yep. Just some like Ethrid Eldritch horrors. It would be yeah. good. I'd be into it. Um, alright. I'm gonna do mine now. Uh so number one, I think that they spent a lot of time with Josh Hartnett picking a tarot card and they kind of focused on that. So I think and he picked the lovers card. So I think mm-hmm. that the lovers card makes another appearance. Mm.
1: Yeah, that was the one plot point we didn't talk about is that Ava Green is setting up. It makes him take a tarot card, and then they have like a. Their eyes eyes lock. But then he runs away at the end.
0: And then he runs away. Uh, my second one is just Dracula. Like, there's vampires. I mean, I who knows? But I'm. Doubling there's vampires. Down on Dracula. There's a master somewhere. And I assume he's in this episode. And I bet his name Got is Dracula. Dracula. So, yeah. Um, my third one is, I think George Lazenby makes it all the way to the yeah. end of this show. Uh, and he, mean Sir Timothy Malcolm Dalton? Murray. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. to the Dalton. <laughs> other Bond guy. When, the other Bond guy. Not George Lazenby. Also, he's great, though. It he is great. Single? Was he in one Bond Just film? Just one, yeah. Just the one. On Her Majesty's. Um, but I think Sir Ma- Malcolm Murray is undead in this episode. Oh, all right. I don't know okay. if he's going to be come. So, Joe, what would you say if if you're a good guy and then you die and become an undead monster, but you somehow either even if you maybe you become bad for a little bit, but if you kind of but if in the end you remain a good guy, is that a Piccolo situation? I don't think that or Is that no, like a, I don't think that's quite it. You need a you need a you need to get an undead monster and then turn that right. one good mm-hmm. essentially to have a pickle up. Yeah, okay. there's probably
2: another Dragon Ball Z uh, analog for someone who's good <laughs> for... then goes bad and comes back.
0: Yamcha? No, no, it's, it's not. It's not Yamcha. Um, okay, well, so that's my third one. Um, and then my fourth one is there is a horseback riding chase scene. All right. Yeah. I thought horseback riding was too too mm-hmm. simple, so I went horseback riding chase. I'm into that.
2: Why haven't I not
0: seen that yeah. before? I don't know. Why wouldn't there be one? Because it sounds <laughs> yeah, awesome. Sounds great. Let's go. Hmm.
1: That's very. Uh, it just makes you think of like Lord of the Rings or something. The ring wraiths. There's
0: mo- hey, it's monsters in that one. Let's yeah,
1: go. All kinds. Okay, so you have sir malcolm murray is undead i just have that he is dead that he dies in this uh, finale
0: i i will tell you this if uh uh sorry listeners you can't see it but i wrote he's dead and i scribbled (laughs) dead out and i wrote undead (laughs) so i'm i'm uh, i'm i'm there you didn't
1: you you scratched out you didn't just squeeze un in there
0: uh no i didn't i wanted it to no (laughs) okay all
1: right okay number two uh dr frank is more or less dr uh, dr frankenstein is what my shorthand means uh that he's more or less a bad guy in this he's he's a crazy crazy guy he's gone nuts more or less a bad guy not really on the team um number three i think via their whole like tarot card thing I think Ava Green is with some dude, but it's not Josh Hartnett that basically that was maybe it's just a whole pile of, of lovers, tarot cards that she was just trying to trick him into saying. She just had
0: like 250 (laughs) lovers cards and was like, draw one. Don't, don't rush it. Pick one. And she's like, really really
1: feel it. Believe (laughs) it. And then knowing that he's going to pull that card. Um, then number 4, I think so we did not see Dorian Gray in this pilot, right? No. I think Correct. we are also he was not, in there. not going to see him in <laughs> this finale. All right? <laughs> That's my We like prediction.
0: know he's in the show, but we,
2: yeah, we'll Do see Do you if think we'll see, see right. a picture of Dorian Gray <laughs> and it's
0: not the man himself. I, hope not. I I'm if the pictures around, he's still around. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm um cool all right so we're ready to dive into this finale then um there were two episodes on the same night but they are not a part one and a part two so we only will be watching the last one called the blessed dark cool Mm. so i guess they're up for a little more night work in this one (laughs) it would seem uh all right well we're gonna get to that finale and we will talk to you afterwards listeners see you We are back. We are finished with the final episode of Penny Dreadful entitled Blessed Night. Uh Jimmy, do you have a write-up for us for that? Oh, yeah.
1: You want it? You want that?
0: I want that. I want that right now.
1: Okay. Fine. Uh Okay, here we go. Blessed dark June 19th, 2016. Dracula reveals to Vanessa that Ethan is prophesies as his only threat uh then dr seward discovers from renfeld the location of dracula's lair lily leaves dorian (laughs) that's the whole explanation of that whole scene um the creature's son dies and his wife urges him to take the boy to victor so that he may be resurrected sir malcolm and the others head to dracula's lair to confront him and save vanessa They fend off an attack by a large group of Dracula's children, but then Dracula himself subdues them. Ethan slips away and finds Vanessa. At her request, Ethan shoots her to end the darkness. Sir Malcolm, Victor, and Ethan consider their futures, and the creature places his son's body into the river, and Vanessa's funeral is held the end literally i almost the feel
0: like we. i almost feel like for just funsies we should just go over what you just read by like sentence by sentence <laughs> yeah that sounds I mean, fair i mean literally <laughs> like,
1: it's like a I sentence mean, per scene
0: <laughs> yeah i mean kind of yeah dracula reveals what's so funny is like dracula reveals to vanessa that ethan prophesied is prophesied his only threat i feel like that was like almost on all on the like Previously on section yeah. of the show, we could even then, stop at like just the first word of that sentence. Dracula, like, <laughs> oh,
2: Dracula's <laughs> in this. Oh, shit, it's Dracula. yeah, by the way, <laughs> uh, but
1: they call him, they call him something. Else. Alexander Sweet. Yeah, Doctor Sweet. I think he I goes read, by I, different I, names.
0: I looked up his yeah, I looked up his thing on IMDb to see who he was. Hmm. Um, and his name's Alexander sweet. And apparently in this show, Dracula is the brother of Lucifer and is himself a fallen angel as well.
1: Hmm. Maybe that'll come so, into play in the spinoff.
0: Right. So, I mean, also a, a fun little take, I feel like this show in the first episode and now even in this last episode has done like fun little takes on these classic monsters that like people know so it's cool like i've i've never heard i don't think i've ever had a show or whatever um piece of media be like oh yeah dracula he's an angel you know
1: Hmm. yeah
0: so that's pretty fun um next one is dr seward discovers uh from renfield the location of dracula's lair i'm assuming dr seward was that like old lady who had the cane and was like tapping it on the ground yeah, and Ren and Renfield was presumably that vampire boy or something. Yeah, basically they, t- they <laughs> torture some random pale boy, and <laughs> and uh, he tells them where Dracula is.
1: Yeah, some sort of vampire hypnotism that she does to this guy.
0: Yeah, that was kind of fun. She's a
1: Sylvia <laughs> Rossitano in Thirty Rock.
0: Oh, who is she? And who is that in Thirty Rock? Because I'm, I'm, I mean, she looked familiar to me, but I'm trying to like place her now.
1: Sylvia, I don't, I don't know. She's in, she's oh, in a couple of did, episodes. Oh, she dated, she dated,
0: she dated Jack, right? Uh, yeah. For
1: yeah, like three episodes. Just, just briefly.
0: <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that, isn't? Um, I'm thinking,
1: she's also in American Horror Story.
0: I'm thinking of the wrong person. I think, but that's fine. It's really, it's really okay guys. Okay. Um, I think the person, I think the person that I'm thinking of really for is not named, is not who it's you not just Sylvia. said. No, I'm thinking of like, uh, who Edie Falco, whoever she oh. is in 30 rock. Cause that lady was obviously not her different you know? person. Yeah, definitely. So never mind. I don't know who that person is. Uh, uh, I'm done. I'm done talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh next one lily leaves dorian
2: (laughs) yeah don't know who that is and that's dorian gray's only scene right
0: yeah in this episode yeah that's it that's it dorian gray he's in a it, it was interesting because it seemed like i don't know what you guys thought about that scene i mean obviously i had no idea who this lily girl was or i didn't even know what her name was um but I was like, "Oh, there's a ton of pictures on the wall," and it, it to me it seemed like he was like trying to tell her like she could also have a picture and like live forever like him. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you did you think that was kind of what was happening too? Yeah, he
2: was trying to offer like you could like you could come do this too, and she was like, "I'm
0: good."
1: <laughs> yeah. Peace out. So, is he saying that he's a vampire then? You think?
0: No, Dorian Gray's. He's not a vampire. He, um, I mean, okay, well, I don't know what he is in this show, I guess, for number one. (laughs) They're all just vampires. And and I'm going to do a poor job of explaining what he is technically in, like, lore of literature. In
1: Oscar Wilde.
2: Basically, (laughs) from what you've seen from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
0: (laughs) Hey, I own the Picture of Dorian Gray book uh oh, it might even be it. in this bookshelf behind me <laughs> prove it.
2: you said book at the end and i thought you were gonna say i own a picture of dorian gray <laughs> it
0: ages on my shelf <laughs> it ages <Yeah. laughs> um but he he he's a dude and he's there's a picture of him and i don't know what i don't know what the mysticism or magic about that whole thing is but essentially uh the picture of him ages and as long and as long as the picture basically remains intact and safe. He will always be like beautiful and young because he's ah. super duper vain.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, makes sense.
0: But, but so, but like in this show, who knows? And as far as I understand, like he doesn't have the ability to like draw, like paint pictures of other people and make them like him, yeah. you know? Like, mm. so that's that might be a new thing.
2: I don't really see the drawback of, um, that like story <laughs> right
0: like Just yeah being i was forever. like I get a I picture like, oh you you be... forever yeah good oh yeah. i paint a picture of you <laughs> and you become a highlander yeah yeah i want that <laughs> well it yeah, sounded like
1: he he said something to her like that um sh- like that she'd be giving up basically any sort of um she'd be giving up some grasp on reality or like being able to emote or like have any sort I of, I mean,
0: he said eventually that would happen oh. essentially. Like you'd become numb. You'd basically become numb from reality eventually. But it's like, I mean, I guess if you're, if sure. you're alive for 300 years, probably, but couldn't you just like break the painting and then you'd be dead? I think that's how it works. I don't know, man. Here's the, d- I mean, Jimmy, cards yeah. on the table yeah. I'm going to paint a picture of you and you're going to live forever looking how you live right now
1: that's yeah, too <laughs> late for me if you would have said 15 years ago
0: <laughs> I mean you, hey you know what the cards are dealt when the cards are dealt and I'm dealing with them <laughs> now all right eh, like sure my my ancient magic is working and I can make you live forever starting now and when you don't want to live forever anymore break the painting also just protect the painting I mean, are you taking that deal? I feel like I'm taking that deal.
1: I would just like to receive a painting of myself from you. So, yeah, I'll take it. I'll paint it. you. <laughs> I'll paint you. Also, Lily is a uh, Billy Piper. Do you guys recognize her?
2: Her name is, sounds familiar.
1: She's in stuff. She was she was in she was Big Made Big from the Doctor Who reboot. She was the first like Doctor Who companion of the reboot in the early with christopher eccleston
0: i still can't believe that you have not made us watch a single part of a doctor who yet
1: well isn't isn't it still going i should probably well it is i
0: don't know i i I mean i kind of would assume every single like sequence of a doctor is essentially almost a standalone doctor who i mean it's like a power ranger right it is you know
1: no it's not (laughs) I okay. mean, kind of. There, there I've never are really, things. I've never,
0: I've never really watched Doctor Who. It's probably one of the the larger parts of nerdum that I've probably never actually. Oh man, it's great. Been involved into. It's great. So, I would have. Th- I just would have thought that, like, uh, like doctor to doctor, it's almost like a, it's almost like a Power Rangers series. You know, like how they they change from light it's speed to turbo to like... whatever to whatever.
1: It's more like a Star Trek series.
0: Right. And I would consider original series and the next generation and like Deep Space Nine all different, even though they're within the same universe.
1: Yeah. Really, Star Trek is like a Doctor Who series because it predates.
0: All right. Oh, all right. (laughs) I'm falling asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to go on to the next thing? (laughs) <laughs> yeah what's the next
0: uh the creature's son di- oh, We'll we'll do the creature's shit all together the creature's son dies and his wife urges him take the boy to victor so that he may be resurrected and then also uh the creature places his son's body into the river mm-hmm. the creature by the way according to imdb is in all 27 episodes of the show oh. oh
1: so he is that guy in the first episode he's, yeah. that so he's the, the guy moment? from the
0: first episode yeah
1: Wow, it did not look like the same
0: dude. Yeah. At all. yeah, he was much, much paler with a with with hair. So. Doctor
2: Frankenstein's
0: monster is the creature. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: played by Rory Kinnear, who's also in the most recent James Bond movies.
0: Yeah, he's in James Bond too. It's a kind of an interesting like the shows. Like, there's a lot of James Bond people in the show for some reason. <laughs> Apparently, all the greatest, all the great British actors are, uh, you know james bond people is he british too <laughs> our friends
2: of sam mendez oh. yeah yeah, exactly <laughs>
0: um i i'm i'm interested in like the the creature's arc it seems it, it seems like That's at least maybe in the beginning at least in the beginning probably season it's probably very interesting to see like how he cope. like was he a real person and he like they like he resurrected or did he use a lot of body parts and this is his own 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 creature kind of thing oh
2: like not like his biological son
0: no well just like just like Mm. how many like when frankenstein made him in this in this show is that body like a pretty intact body like it was a human before kind of thing pretty recognizable or did he use a bunch of different pieces and then this guy doesn't like remember nor like think he was the post the human past does that make sense
1: yeah, because Frankenstein's monster traditionally is just like a bunch of random parts, right? Yeah. He, and he doesn't know who he was before. He's just this monstrosity who goes crazy.
0: Yeah. And this guy, at least in the first part, when I, in the first episode when I saw him, it, it seemed like he was sewed up a lot. But he didn't seem like he was sewed up as in like an arm looked like it was sewed onto the body. It just kind of looked like he had an autopsy done. Kind of thing, and that was sewed up is pretty much what all I really saw, so it just seems like he resurrected a guy instead of resurrecting a creature essentially that was like an amalgamation of a bunch of people's parts. I think that makes so.
1: sense to me, especially because um the sun I mean, I don't know how time works in this show, but the sun definitely seems like he's older than three. It's not like this guy undead guy or whatever. Um, had a kid, right? This I mean, kid was probably kinda, from pre, pre-existed.
0: Yeah, prob. I mean, probably he had a the creature had a wife as well. Frankens the the wife of the bride of Frankenstein, <laughs> the wife.
2: There's this a better term for this, isn't there? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean, I mean, my first thought is like all three of them were created by, uh, gotcha. Doctor Frankenstein, gotcha. but. I'm curious. I'm curious about that as well. Um, mm-hmm. do, do, do. Uh, Sir Malcolm and the others head to Dracula's lair to confront him and save Vanessa. They fend off an attack of a, a large group of Dracula's, quote, children. But then Dracula himself subdues them. Uh, I, I just took a note that four people killed 50 at least 50 plus like <laughs> vampires potentially undead creatures like yeah. highly unlikely
1: yeah so you had malcolm murray victor frankenstein old lady dr seward and then random like buffy chick who was just had <laughs> yeah. wielding knives the
2: Vampire Slayer. yeah I think yeah I'm... and like like victor doesn't seem very comfortable like mm, holding yeah. a gun yeah he doesn't <laughs> he's he didn't, just not just like bumbling through it does not i think my first
0: there. thought was like why is victor here he's a doc he's not a fighter <laughs> yeah. he's a doctor jim <laughs> damn it
3: <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know
0: so yeah he I, holds his own no yeah, casualties uh, yeah i found that i found that pretty silly i was like all right sir malcolm murray he is like You know, maybe maybe in his prime was a good fighter, but like he's Uh. an old man. Like he's go, should be going down. And they didn't bring
1: Ethan. Ethan like shows up like at the end.
0: They they split up so Ethan could sneak in. So that brings us to the other part: is uh, Ethan, um, uh, Ethan slips away and finds Vanessa at her request. He shoots her to end the darkness.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: but not before a smooch and also the yeah. Lord's prayer.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it was all
0: very strange. Um, so, I mean, I, I assume that Vanessa was some sort of undead at that point, but I'm not sure. I mean, she had a lot of pale makeup on, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, she was turned She to had, some kind.
0: Like,
2: from the beginning, she had some sort of connection to like some sort of evil forces, um, but not quite sure what
1: yeah she was doing a lot of praying and kneeling and there were a lot of spiders involved
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah she was seeing a lot of there gross some, stuff for sure some
1: dark magic
0: so yeah so he shoots her and
2: there's a lot of regret and they pray
0: <laughs> like you do <laughs> like young lovers should yeah um also so so it's a thing that's not really hit up on in 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 this episode per se but it is like apparently prophesied that um Ethan is like the only person that could potentially like th- threaten Dracula right mm-hmm. or whatever but in the previously on uh it is definitely pointed out that Ethan is a werewolf of some sort. Yeah. Uh, um and then and then in this episode <laughs> he's like arguing with like a Native American. Uh-huh. And he's like, Why did you like make me this? And mm-hmm. he's like, Well, my people have like the secret powers and we like yeah. fought our we like defended our land with it and I've now like given it to you to help you out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Are we going with the lore that Native amer- all na- like Native Americans can become werewolves, and he passed on this power to the white guy. Yeah. <laughs> is this
2: is what we're going with. It's Like dances with wolves in the most like <laughs> literal sense, <laughs> but also like weird, like,
1: uh, like monotheistic uh, Illuminati werewolf people. Because <laughs> so he was saying he- they had the power because like God gave it to them.
0: Yeah. Some. Yeah. It was weird. It definitely. He's like a wolf of God or something like that. Oh yeah. He literally said wolf of God. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. So God gives you wolf powers. By the way. Yeah. So that is, that is a great reason to (laughs) believe. (laughs) If you are curious.
1: That that guy uh, Wes Studi, he's in the Last of the Mohicans and like every other. So he's been around. Also,
0: fun. So fun i mean interesting thing is they decided to like not defeat they didn't defeat dracula he just ran away he kind of just slips away i was interested in that like the whole thing like the previously on like thing was like ethan has like werewolf powers and he can he threatens dracula and can defeat dracula now Mm -hmm. and then ethan went in into dracula's lair and shot his wife and then dracula ran away and that was the end of the show yeah because there's the like, point where he
2: goes to vanessa and i was like wait did i miss something did they like did dracula get away or did like did i miss them killing him and then after he shoots vanessa then he comes back and then dracula
0: there and he's like oh i gotta go <laughs> Peace. yeah he just left <laughs>
1: we got a spin off do.
0: I mean, yeah, they do. Now they do, for sure. Yeah. So I guess anybody that's watched this show and is now this the new Penny Dreadful uh, Los Angeles or whatever it's called. <laughs> City of Angels. City of Angels. Well, yeah. Yeah, Los Angeles. I was speaking Spanish, Jimmy.
1: It's um, <laughs> not Spanish for City of Angels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but... Yeah, so I, I I mean I guess I would assume that if you you really liked Penny Dreadful, this would be pretty great because like oh shit maybe Dracula's gonna be in this too or something. But I mean I didn't feel like this that was like a mega disappointment for the end of the show. I feel like it ended pretty well.
2: Yeah, with like Vanessa dying, that seems like a pretty big deal for the the characters
0: yeah i mean you said joe you were like why when we finish you're like oh i haven't had it i haven't seen the end screen in a while (laughs) yeah
2: yeah the show ends and then it goes to black and it says the end and i was like huh i don't know the last time i've seen that like i was almost afraid
0: it was gonna like have a question mark at the end
2: after a few seconds (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I
0: feel like it said the end and I, and I immediately went, Oh, I kind of like that. It's kind of (laughs) charming. And then, and then, and then you said like, I haven't seen the end screen in a while. And I was like, is there going to be like a post credit scene or something? Like (laughs) that's, that's kind of what I thought.
1: (laughs) That'd be dope. Apparently when people were watching this, they didn't know that they knew this was the series finale, but they didn't, wouldn't have known that it was the finale finale and it came out after the fact.
2: like they knew it was the season finale right okay right but
1: but supposedly um like they knew the whole time this was going to be the last season but they specifically didn't like actually hype it up as that so that people who were like watching it i think and it was a pretty acclaimed show i guess while it was on so maybe they just didn't feel like they needed that but they thought i mean that's
0: a pretty bold choice marketing wise especially yeah. for i mean you, you lost like, some money you, for sure the, the network that was on it i mean there's no way i you're not gonna lose viewers if you say the show's hey the show's ending tonight you're mm-hmm. not losing viewers the only thing you're gonna do is gain more mm-hmm. that were like oh you know what maybe maybe i fell off for a minute but in a week, this show is ending, so I can I can I can catch up. I can watch the three episodes I'm I'm late by, yeah, and now watch the finale live. I don't understand why you wouldn't tell people that this is your Caesar series finale. That seems silly to me. me it's it. like it's interesting, but it's not like this is like a puzzle show or anything. You know, like it's mm-hmm. not like a. That's yeah. That seems like a bad choice to me. <laughs> Tell people your show's ending because you you made it for people to watch. If you tell them it's ending, people, more people are going to watch it. Almost it, that's going to happen. Did anyone like w- not watch the last episode of Lost because they thought it was the last episode? And they were like, well, screw you. I'm not going to watch it. It's the last one. That doesn't make any sense.
2: I don't know. Unless they're specifically doing a podcast where they only need to watch the first and last, <laughs> then they might avoid it. <laughs>
0: well no then they would watch that last episode <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying more viewers yeah Ugh.
1: the reasoning that um, Logan gives is not is not great about not releasing the information until after the final season had completed hmm. um, he thought it would be watering it down to make an announcement or to have fans know
0: okay what what i what i hear is that guy's out of touch and is like too artistic for his own good essentially
2: (laughs) or Mm. he's just completely lying (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That like Mm -hmm. he was hoping it would get renewed it didn't so they yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so in
0: post they added the end it was done a couple of weeks and they were in contract negotiations yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, dude, we're not renewing it. It's done. And he goes, put the end at the end. <laughs> Just put the end down. I mean, hmm. yeah, that could be a good reason. And he could be lying. But then like screw that guy for a <laughs> while, you know, as well.
1: <clears throat> I mean, maybe maybe if you think maybe if they think, you know, like if you know that it's you're going into it a fan of the show and you and you've heard that it's the series finale and you're like oh well then so-and-so is gonna die or whatever and like yeah. it's gonna you're like, gonna spoil it, it for yourself
2: it does like give a little bit of a like burden of expectation if you know that it's gonna be the end right because then you're like looking for some sort of payoff so maybe he was mm-hmm. trying to like tamp down expectations
0: hmm. yeah i mean i i i mean that's the only explanation i maybe could like accept is like in an as an artistic explanation of like you know we're telling the story and we're not trying to ramp anything up or like change people's expectations for like the story that we're about to give them Mm -hmm. you know they're they're taking it they're taking it piece by piece by piece and like as it goes that's how they get it but as any other form of capitalistic (laughs) marketing at all i cannot believe that like the network like Showtime or Sky or anybody was like not saying this. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. in the end they're trying to make money. So it's just crazy that they didn't say it was the end. But I mean strange. Everybody that was just watching the show as a normal viewer that was into it was probably like, oh shit, that was the that was it. (laughs) Like you know, that would have been really (laughs) fun. That would have been really, really fun as an avid viewer. Like, if I didn't know that it was the last season of Supernatural and I watched the last episode of Supernatural and at the end it said the end, like, we're done, I would be flabbergasted. (laughs) I would be, like, out of my mind. I'd be like, shit, Sam and Dean's journey is forever done. (laughs) I think I'd be a little heartbroken. Yeah. To be honest. Mm. Also, Supernatural is twelve years better than this show that we watched. I'm just saying. Yeah. But.
1: <laughs> better better and longer are not synonyms. <laughs> just
0: says saying. you, Jimmy. Just <laughs> says you. I'm pretty sure. Uh, what else you uh, got? Anything? No, not 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 really. I mean, my mm. my only question to you two is: We've watched the pilot. We've watched the finale. Is how? What, what do you think about this show overall? Like, are you interested? Do you think these were good? And beginning and ends. What's up?
2: Mm. I think the like the production value, the the spooky stuff, the way that they handle the horror elements is all like it looks really cool, really high quality. Like again, like creepy gross but not gory necessarily um but there's like bits of it like i don't know if it's in the writing or the direction that are like comes off as real cheesy (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like uh the description didn't mention jekyll or hyde but there's a scene where uh, (laughs) uh dr frankenstein i think is talking to a guy and then the guy that he's talking to says something like the transformation is complete or something, so you should call me by my my real name. And then the like the camera zooms into Frankenstein and he goes like, "All right, Mister Hyde." Oh.
0: <laughs> and then the guy like walks <laughs> yeah, off.
1: Lord Hyde.
0: <laughs> I think he said he said Lord Hyde. Lord Hyde because he wasn't a he wasn't a Mister and he was like inheriting ah, a some
1: estate or something.
0: Yeah. It's just like little touches like
2: that that I'm just like, I I, I get it. We're we're referencing stuff.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we're leaning into the cheese right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I would. I I think I like it. I like when shows use, like, kind of like known things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, some reimagined Dorian Gray, Doc Joma's had like vampires, werewolves, blah 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 it's 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 easy to jump into these things it's easy to just essentially know what's happening or know what the 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 basic lore is and then you kind of figure out the twists of the show about those things as you go mm-hmm. so it, it walks a fine line of either being like just like cookie cutter cheesy kind of like dumb mm-hmm. or being like a fun spin on something you've heard about your entire life yeah I- um for the most part, I feel like this was a fun spin on a lot of a lot of those things, mm-hmm. but I could see how one or two things would be like, ugh, you know. There's no <laughs> way every character that you've heard of in this show is like a is like great. Yeah, is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say going back to my critique of the first episode
2: that um, Josh Hartnett looks out of place, and this one he looked much more of the time. Like they gave him a haircut. And I feel like they changed some makeup or something around his eyes where his eyes don't look quite as beady. And like he just looked like a normal like uh nineteen hundred early nineteen hundreds dude. Yeah. And werewolf.
1: <laughs> Slash werewolf. Oh man, when that recap came on and <laughs> he turned out to be a werewolf. Uh... Yeah,
0: that w- that was funny. Um. Yeah, Jimmy. What are your thoughts, if any?
1: I was more interested after the pilot. I think after the first episode, to roll right into episode two. Um, but I don't know. Um, yeah, cinematography is awesome. I do like Ava Green a lot. Um. I don't know. It's only how it's only twenty seven episodes. Sure, why not?
0: Yep why not is short um this i would say i would say this has me interested um I, i'm i'm kind of into i'm into uh a little i'm into horror i'm into like fantasy i guess is this kind of like it's not like sci- it's not sci-fi it's horror fantasy kind of the way this kind of works mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm into that and these are all like vampires are fun so i would i would be very interested to watch like going from episode two now and just kind of seeing where it takes me you know being a being attentive and going like, hey if you suck me in i'm into this i love josh hartnett he's in one of my favorite movies of all time aver green's great who doesn't love uh uh you know timothy doll um yeah no who, who doesn't love pierce brosnan uh in this show
2: <laughs> wait what's your josh hartnett movie
0: Lucky number 11 is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that is nobody else's favorite movie of all time. I've never
1: heard of anyone who's even seen that movie besides you. It's so good.
0: (laughs) It's such a good movie. (laughs) It's so good. It it really tells you what kind of person I am. A great one. Interesting. (laughs) Um, A kind and thoughtful man. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so, like, yeah. Like the, this show like essentially rings all like the fun bells that I'm into like like I like monster stories and you know diving into things I already know and seeing I like to see what twists they have on people have on monster tropes already and it seems like the show kind of does some fun things with it and it's really well produced and it seems they definitely pumped a lot of money into mm-hmm. it so I'm into it i I think there's a very good chance that I will be watching episode two and seeing kinda where it takes me. Cool. At least.
2: Speaking nice. of uh monster troops, have you guys seen the new um Invisible Man movie that came out last year? Nope.
0: Hmm.
1: No. Like Kevin Bacon?
0: No <laughs> No, that's Hollow, Man. Yeah,
2: Hollow Man. Man. Well yeah, that was the last like Invisible Man movie. But this one is just called The Invisible Man and it's got um the girl who's in uh oh, what's her name Handsmaid's Tale
1: handmaids. Yeah, and Mad Men.
2: Oh, Peggy. Yeah,
1: I saw ads for that so much that it turned me off.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's interesting. I Did watched you see it. it. Yeah, I saw it a couple months ago. It was uh, I, I I would say good, but it's it was not at all what I expected it to be in like good and bad ways. It's it's definitely okay. a different take on uh the Invisible Man.
0: Huh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> So peep that I'm trying I'm trying to i I'm trying to figure it out right now, but I can't type that fast. <laughs> um is this no. true? Maybe it's not maybe it isn't true. Maybe I'm just being insane. For some reason I had a thought and and I can't confirm it now, so I'm sorry everybody listening that is now gonna think I'm a dumb dumb who didn't already think <laughs> it that is I now guess yeah if you didn't already <laughs> um for some reason i thought the invisible man and invisible man were like two different things like there's a book i think they're like two different books one's definitely an hg wells book i think that's the invisible man mm-hmm. but for some reason i thought there was a different book called like invisible man that wasn't hg wells hmm. written
1: by kevin and bacon
0: <laughs> no that's hollow <laughs> oh i am right I am right. Go screw yourself. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. That's particular. Sorry. That's particular. Are you talking to Kevin Bacon with that mouth? No, that's free. That's I'm talking to you, Jimmy. Mm. No. (laughs) Um, The Invisible Man is by H.G. Wells. And then there's another book called Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. So they are two different things. So uh, my my curiousness is to Joe is – I don't think that's well known, and I'm wondering whether or not people think that potentially a- any movie or anything else called the Invisible Man, Invisible Man, or whatever, mm-hmm. if anyone knows what the actual source material for that is, going into it. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I I've read Invisible Man by H. G. Wells. Or sorry, by by uh, Ruff Ellison, and I have not read H. G. Wells's The Invisible Man. Oh. So get on it. Um. So that's why I thought there was two of them, but um but I couldn't remember. So there are there are two different things and they're very different stories. Mm. Um so uh if you learn anything from this entire podcast, listeners, it's uh read a book cuz uh things can happen in <laughs> yeah. them.
2: It's like deep impact and Armageddon. Yeah, those are <laughs> different. It well, two different. Things. If
0: one of them was called Deep Impact, and then Armageddon instead's name was called the Deep Impact, <laughs> his would be that would Armageddon be the, same and the Armageddon, Dante's yeah, Inferno. yeah. Ar- Armaged- it was Armageddon starring Bruce Willis, and then whatever Deep Impact was was, star- was called the Armageddon. Is that
1: the Elijah Wood one? Yeah, Elijah is a Wood different one. Yeah, okay, <laughs>
0: nice. Remember that but, uh, uh, yeah.
1: stream of, of films, it, it, like, the same, like, two years? I was thinking about this, like, with this show. Like, wasn't, the, were the 2010s just the year for the horror TV genre? Is that a thing that it just, like, went, ran wild? Because, like, um, the strain was right around the same time. I know I talk about it, like, every podcast. I mean, there was definitely a, there was definitely Motel, a vampire Hannibal, craze. Hemlock you know? Grove, that uh Netflix show.
0: Yeah. Vance. There was definitely a, there was definitely a vampire craze mm-hmm. for a while. And then there was essentially a zombie craze as well. So well, yeah. I mean I don't Walking I don't dead. know if you could yeah, I don't know if you can necessarily say there was a like a, a horror like okay. thing. Because I mean that's that's I think it's too broad, but there was definitely like vampires and and zombies separately within their own pieces of the decade um mm. in the last 20 years i suppose even mm. um that happened but yeah yeah these 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 horror these horror things definitely go in phases i don't know what's next uh trolls maybe yeah, probably, probably probably justin tro- timberlake's trolls <laughs> probably trolls trolls worldwide um predictions Let's oh, let's get into shit. that
2: uh, Joe, your first. Yeah, I had Ethan as werewolf, which was confirmed in the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're lucky for that recap, dude. Yeah. You got saved by the <laughs> recap.
2: um I had someone refers to someone else as govna, and I did not hear
0: that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. I did not hear that Cockney Brit yeah. accent um, too much. I had
2: octopus monster, which we we didn't have water, so that wasn't there. <laughs> um and aliens which no sign of aliens either so just the
0: one for ethan is a werewolf oh i mean question
1: that's a solid are, one though. are
0: angels aliens
3: <laughs>
0: hmm. i don't think so i think aliens what are from planet Mars. Are they from?
2: <laughs> <laughs> specifically uh,
0: i mean also we didn't we didn't know that we don't know that we don't have a confirmation in this episode that he's lucifer's brother or whatever who knows if who knows when that actually occurs mm. or whatever but sure that's a that's a that's a that's a very very deep question for a, n- a different podcast it's I not suppose. canon yet no so one point joe just the one all right um, well, number one, I had the lover's card comes back and I'll be honest, I really thought this was going to happen when, uh, he was in the Crypt thing with, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa and he, and he shot her and, uh, and then they were talking and they, she said he and both of her, both her and him, I think said lover a couple of times. And I was like, dude, pull the lover's card out of your pocket or something. Like you, I know you're carrying that shit around. I know it, <laughs> but. It didn't happen. Um, my second one was just Dracula and I was correct about that. So yeah. that's dope. Third one, uh, it was incorrect on which main cast member was going to become undead. I said, sir, Malcolm, and it was definitely Vanessa or maybe Vanessa. She was very pale. I think she was undead. Um, and then I said a horseback riding chase scene there, uh, no horses in sight. Horses don't exist in this world, I guess. So, mm. No horses in London. No horses in London. I'll take my one point, though. Okay, I had
1: that Sir Malcolm died, but Vanessa died. I had Dr. Frank is a bad guy. Not so. He's still with the good guys. Ava is with someone besides Josh Hartnett, and that she tricked him. That apparently did not happen. And we did see Dorian Gray so I didn't get that point. So a big old goose egg for spaghetti Jim. Mm.
0: Well, you know, you can't win them all, Jimmy. You can't win them all. <laughs> Maybe this just isn't your season.
1: I uh, I'm not sure if I have a point yet.
0: <laughs> uh I don't have I don't have the standings in front of me so I cannot confirm or deny. No. Uh are we are we good to go? This is a long one, guys. We had a lot to say about this. Feel like we've had long ones. What's that? Feel like we've had long ones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Quarantine's hey, I mean, doing something.
0: We we miss human contact. <laughs> so the minute we're actually talking on video chat, we're like, can we just yeah, talk just for just a got while? A lot of yeah. Things to say.
1: I was gonna say we're just trying to get that extra content out for the people <laughs> at home right now. It's
0: know, for the fans. Right? Yeah, that's what it's for. It's not it's not for our full full lack of human content and just want to be and just need need to talk and have interaction. I just not miss that. you guys. We miss you fans. Um all right, cool. Well, I guess that's it. We're done with this. We've uh, completed Penny Dreadful. I thought it was fun. Um if you want to hit us up uh on the twitters or on the gmail, you can do that at Podcast. Uh, You can leave show suggestions or, uh, you know, helpful, fun comments or, you know, something mean, I guess, if you're feeling particularly spiteful in these days of turmoil (laughs) that are upon us. Um, Either way, that's how you can get a hold of us. Um, If you're feeling feeling, uh, ranky, you can also... Rate us one, one, one to five stars because uh, people say that thing, those kind of things help and we would appreciate it. Uh, but besides that, we will see you on next week's episode of First and Last. Uh, I appreciate you for listening. Thank you and goodbye.
2: The